good morning. Oh, I say that all the time, huh? Okay, whenever, whatever time you're listening to me, uh, good day and uh, welcome to my podcast. Um, thanks again for listening to my show. I recently was talking to my husband and I was telling him that a friend of mine uh, or a friend of ours actually um, has been encouraging us to maybe have a podcast together and I don't think I like the idea. Um, I like the idea of having my husband on the podcast. I feel like it's nice when people talk and listen because you learn a lot through listening and talking things out and um, definitely definitely um, Jimmy doesn't do enough of either so I think it would be really nice to have him on here um, we do have these really cool um, conversations that like midway through the conversation I'll be like damn I wish I was recording this because he's saying some really profound things right now and um, and it's like it's really uh, rare to get an opportunity um, to just kind of sit down with Jimmy and like where he doesn't feel like he needs to be somewhere or like he's like rushed to get somewhere else to the next place. Um, so it's really nice when we get that moment. Um, and so I will definitely think about having Jimmy on the podcast. Um, I think what we'll talk about and what would be really nice is that like I just recently shared something on an Instagram story about like how we could be much kinder to our significant others, how to make the relationship last a little bit longer, um, how to operate from a space of love, like a place of love, um, and just kind of be aware and keep in mind to do these things because we often start to use like our family, our friends. We do this a lot with our friends because we see our friends as family when we don't have family for example or when our family is inconsistent with us we start looking around for friends our friends then tend to take the shape of our family members um so what I mean by that is even though um like when I was growing up I valued my friends so much because I just wanted love from my parents so badly and I think like now in retrospect like thinking back Um, and having the space to see between now and before, um, definitely I was very saddened that, like, I couldn't, um, I guess, like, gain my parents' approval, um, on certain topics or certain subjects, um, certain things that they just felt they were smarter than me, and, um, and then they were just very inconsistent, and, you know, how many of you guys have parents who tell you one thing, you know, who are hypocritical? And we all at some point know that about our parents, but then we're just kind of trained and told like, you know, forgive me for that flaw or whatever. Like, forgive me for this like deficit in my character and, um, and like, not just like, forgive me, like I'll do better. Just forgive me completely and let's sweep it under the rug. Right. So like, if you guys think about it more often than not, we're actually like training ourselves to just kind of like take it, take it, take it. Right. And, um, and that's all we know to do unless somebody else tells us differently. 
So unless you have really cool parents like that really sit down and talk to you and explain to you and say they're going to do better and try to promise you and kind of have this like this friendship in a sense, um, then there's no way that you go into the world thinking that like you could be friends with your daughters or you could be friends with your sons or you could be friends with your partner, uh, your significant other, uh, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, you know what I mean? And then we tend to use our boyfriends and girlfriends, our partners, significant others as punching bags. Um, and like, we don't even know we're doing it's like, it's a subconscious thing. We're not doing this on purpose. Um, we truly deep down inside love our partner, but like the way we show our love is just not in alignment with what we're saying. Right. And this happens so many times where, um, not even just in love, but just everything period like everything if you start to notice like you'll say one thing and you'll do another thing um and it's like it's always because we're repressing something about ourselves like whether it be because of religion um our parents again our family members etc our friends and so what i started what i what i started to notice was that like when I started to slow things down, because I was a very reactionary person, I reacted to everything. That was probably a lot to, it was probably a lot to do with age. Like I reacted a lot in my twenties, obviously. Right. Um, but also the training again that I got from my family. Um, my parents are not very proactive. My family is very reactive. And so it, it's always like, we don't do anything unless somebody gets us to do it, right? So my mom will, like, use scare tactics to get us to do certain things. Um, she'll say, like, things that sound threatening but aren't really, and you're left kind of wondering, like, what did she just, what was that, you know? Um, so there's all these, like, weird tactics that, that I learned to use to get a rise out of people in order for them to react to what I wanted or what I needed. You know what I mean? Um, when me and Jimmy first started dating, we were in, I would say, a very violent relationship. And I don't mean physically violent, although it did get there at some points. You know, we had some, like, high points. So if you looked at our, like, fighting on a, on a graph... We had a couple, like, spikes, right? Like, but for the most part, we stayed in this, like, mild to, like, high range of anger, maybe, and with a few spikes and, um, you know, close calls. Um, we did get physically violent here and there. Um, I think the majority of the violence in our relationship would have to be, like, in the emotional aspect, mental and emotional aspect. Um, because all you Asian Americans out there know, and I know like some of, like, I've, I've talked to some of my friends, I know Me Mexican American households are like this too. Um, I just feel like, like Asians have a certain way of like, there's like this like spell, or I don't know, there's just like this certain way that like, you get spoken to like the English, the Asian language, a Asian languages like Chinese, I 
know Vietnamese, they can get pretty like, um, like what pervert proverbial like it sounds so um poetic and yet it's like the harshest shit anybody can say right um like and then there's certain things like um like an like for example um here in america if somebody goes on a trip and they come back looking pretty tan you know it sounds good to say like wow you've gotten pretty tan like it looks good on you or whatever you know and this, so this is the example that comes up a lot and you know Asians will say like wow you look so dark you know but again like that might be the only word that the Asian like the Chinese language has or the Vietnamese language has I don't know I'm pretty sure they could spend more time explaining instead of just saying you're dark um, but you know it's just years and years of training to not do that that it's just like a really shitty expectation like it's shitty to wait to wait and wait and wait for our parents or aunts or uncles to like learn that there's no way they're going to like rethink something unless something's provoked them to and even and even then again like a lot of us a lot of like Asian Americans like they're gonna tell you that um, if they brought anything up to their parents, it's like their parents either threatened to hit them or, or like told them to shut up and then threatened to hit them if they didn't shut up or, you know, or, um, and this is for, I guess, like maybe like first gens, but, um, or they just told you to like, you know, be quiet. Let's not talk about that. And so we get a lot of like the denial and like the... Um, let's not talk about that sweep it under the rug type of deal. Which I'll have to spend more time on another podcast talking about. But that shit, like, you don't even realize, like, how much shit, like, I don't know. It's just crazy because the more you do that, the more angry you are, even though you don't, seem angry like you're not seemingly angry there's a lot of anger inside and I see that a lot in like um friends and family like they just they've gotten so good at like but it's my mom but it's my dad I'm gonna let them keep fucking me over and I'm gonna you know what that's what's expected of me because I'm a good girl or a good boy you know what I mean? And um, that keeps going on and on and on for years. Maybe till you're in your 30s or 40s. And then how can you expect to have a relationship with a person where you're not, like, emulating that, right? Like, or afraid of it, actually. <laughs> afraid of it. I think that's, a, that's an important one. Because I talk a lot about how, like, the shit that you practice at home, like, obviously, like, we know this, like, if you're not clean at home, you're not clean elsewhere. You might act like you're clean for appearances or whatever, but when the truth comes out, like, you're not really clean, and it will come out when you start living with somebody, or you start working, and you're leaving your shit out, like, on the table, you know what I mean, like, but what we don't talk about a lot is the fear of, like, wanting to even step into a relationship like that, 
or just a relationship period maybe it's like fear of yourself like maybe you're afraid that you're gonna get all crazy right um I was definitely fearful and I you know you don't know you are until you like look back or you create space enough to see it it's so cool because now when me and Jimmy are fighting like and he wants to try to get a reaction from me I never I never give it to him anymore I've now realized that that's what we were trained to do so if I could just like break the training if I could just break the cycle it like throws everybody off and everybody's like oh my god like what's if she's not doing what what was expected next like I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing now you know what I mean so I would do that like I started realizing that I needed a break I mean somebody needed to do it right but like if he wasn't and he's like way more intense than me then it would have to be me you know and so I started to um to break the cycle um he would say things to try to get me to react and and um I would have to meditate like while he was talking to me so I try to be very respectful when Jimmy's like getting really angry and trying to get a rise out of me and he's saying all these things in my face like he's gotten in my face like I've just meditated I've had like imagery like I have like thoughts in my head of whatever is coming out of his mouth right now you know they're like droplets of water and I just imagine these droplets like just as if like if if he was spitting at me right and those are his words like I would just imagine that and and I'd be like yeah like and and then I just let all the the water drip off of me like um like as if I was like really slick like I had like like tanning oil on me or something and I'm just like oh yeah just let it all just drip off me like it's a hot day and like water's being poured on me and so it's like that shit can't penetrate me you know it is so crazy because I started doing this and it's so cool and it was working it was totally working I was just like well don't let him don't let him penetrate you know I know that sounds sexual but you know what I mean don't let him in don't let him cause you to react and the more and more like I trained myself to do this on my own you know it's like nobody told me to do this I I guess I'm just so fortunate in that sense that I am have always since I was young and this is like genuinely a part of me and like my authentic self but I've always like loved to to learn things and like I've always wanted to like be better like if there's a way that I can be better I want to know what that is and I want to know what that looks like and I want to do that. You know what I mean? I want to be that. So, um, so it was nice. Like now when we fight, I can actually create enough space between me and Jimmy to actually, to keep in mind what we are talking about, to keep in mind what he must be feeling like, to keep in mind, like I'm able to just to again operate from a place of love because I'm able to create enough space not to react to like the wrong thing because like if you think about it if you're reacting to something that's being said about you 
because you felt bad about something that your partner said about you like that's no longer you guys are not really dealing with the the actual source like the problem you're just dancing around it and then like saying things like I can't believe you said that about me I can't believe you think that about me da 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 and if that matters to you that much then obviously you're looking for the other person to validate you which shouldn't be the case anyways okay so all of this starts from loving yourself right you need to love yourself you need to learn how to love period you need to rethink what you think about love you need to um, figure out what you value put it all together align it you know um, start to love your start to value yourself Um, I realized that as long as I chose to be with Jimmy that is my choice and nobody else's choice if I want to take him yelling at me I will take him yelling at me you know what I mean like it's none of your business um if I can alter what happens after he starts to yell at me or we start to yell at each other if I can like become like a wizard and like pretty much or like an x-men you know like when we watch all these like crazy ass like movies and we don't relate it back to ourselves but like if you could like absorb somebody's crazy ass like even if it was bad energy and you can move it differently and you can alter that shit into some kind of good like then I don't know I guess like to me that's like totally a win right um so Jimmy I feel is the way that he is he yells at me the way that he does and I choose to take it because I know it's not my responsibility to do this by the way okay um this is just my choice but I know that I know him I know his upbringing I know his mind we are one um and I know him more than he knows himself I, I'm not delusional, you know, I'm not being like, oh, I know him and I know that he is good and no, like Jimmy is actually in a really, like a lot of times when he starts to yell, he's in a really dark place and I know why and I know all the shit he's gone through and, um, he can't keep that as a crutch, like he can't keep using it as a crutch, but you know what? I know that that shit is true in his mind and so knowing that it's true in his mind You know, it's like, I know that, I know I can control, like, like I can still put my foot down. I could still get what I want and ask for what I want and ask for respect and get my respect while not pissing him off even more because I'm being sensitive to him, because I know, because I'm showing love to him, because I want him to trust me, and we could have a very strong foundation if we could trust each other and stop treating each other as if we are the enemy, right? And so he, as, as long as he chooses to continue to treat me like the enemy, that's totally fine, because that's something that I cannot control, that's something that he can control that I cannot. But what I can do is I can calm him down enough so that he can feel in control again right so I can empower him um with but 
again, I'm not sacrificing anything about myself in order to get him to feel empowered. Okay, so a lot of people get this confused. They're like, well, that's unfair. Like, so you're pretty much just there to make him feel better. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm there to make him feel better. I'm saying that like, I know how to, I know how to get what I want. I know how to get what I need. I respect myself enough. I know my worth. So I know what I, what I, what I need to ask for. If he's getting to, if he cannot respect me anymore, then I have to make a call on whether or not I should leave. Like, as in, not like threaten to leave, but you know, we need to come back to this. I can't, you know, I can't talk to you right now because you've gone too far, right? Um, so yeah, it's so crazy. I have like, it's so crazy to have that control. You know what I mean? Um, because we used to get all this anger and like, it felt so uncontrollable, right? Like it just felt like it's going to explode and you're just going to get violent and crazy and then you're going to apologize for it and then you're going to do it all over again. Right. So, um, it's, it's so great that, um, that now we're able to do that. And, um, and people notice it too, because people who have been in, like my brother who lived with me when me and Jimmy first started dating, um, to now, like he doesn't live with me anymore, but he can see that things have changed and you can feel it too. Like you can feel energy, like you can feel, um, certain things being lifted. Um, it's like maybe being around me and Jimmy, like people feel like lighter or maybe they see that he seems lighter Um, you know, things like that. And, um, yeah, so, so basically that is, that kind of all goes hand in hand with, um, you know, the original, um, thought that we need to be better in our relationships, you know, like we think that if we just place blame on the other person, Um, Or that there's like this perfect person out there for you so that this person that you're having a problem with isn't giving what you giving you what you need or what you want. Um, You know, everybody that you get with, even the ideal person who you think who you haven't been with yet, but think would be a better partner than your current. Well, you wouldn't really know until you're in it one and then um, when you're in it if you haven't learned how to deal with it from your current partner you are not going to practice that with your new partner like you just won't and I see this a lot in a lot of my girlfriends you know it's like as long as you blame the other person for their shortcomings but cannot admit that you have some of your own then there's nothing to work on in your mind. And as long as you have nothing to work on, you will go into the next relationship feeling the same exact way that you have nothing to work on and that the other person, and you're going to sit there and you're going to wait for the other person to get better. And you're going to wait for them to like be who you want them to be. And you're going to disappoint yourself and you're going to sit there being patient for years and years and years. And then what's going to happen is it may never happen. And then you're going to blame that person that you sat in a relationship for over 10 years waiting for them to get better. 
you know, all the while you've never spoken up. You've never like, you know, um, you've never like asked for anything because you felt you deserved it, you know? Um, so again, that's where like loving yourself and learning, like rethinking what love is to you, um, how you want to show love is the way you show love now even like does it have to be in your mind correct and the only way is that the best way um because if you're defending that your your way of showing love is the best way and you're waiting for your partner to get on board with that um good luck unless you know how to like train people retrain people on um you know the last 30 years of their life that they have like reinforced or enforced like certain habits good luck because some people will never change and as long as you sit there waiting for people to change like i just feel so bad for those people that are in relationships where their significant other is waiting for them to change and they're going to stay together for the rest of their lives unhappy waiting for each other to change like i just it's not empowering for either of of you know it's like it's life it's life sucking it's like life what is it like draining then then it is um like giving right and like i don't know how do you sustain a relationship like that um, so anyway, it's just some, some things to think about if you're in a relationship yourself or you're in between relationships, you've been in a relationship before and you've gone through this, you know, issue. I hope that this helps you. If you have any questions or you have any follow-up or examples or stories, you want to share them with me, go ahead. Um, I mentioned that I have an Instagram and that's Mama Vuju. V-U, like my last name, Jew, like J-U, like my first name. I just thought it was cool because it rhymed Vuju. So I just cut off the the rest of my name. Um, and also, I don't feel like I need to mention that it's kind of like a play on like, like witchery. But um, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this segment. And I'm just going to, um, I'm going to... I'm going to hop off now. I'm going to let you guys think about that for a little bit. And you guys let me know what you guys think. If you guys have anything to say. Um, if not. Uh, or maybe you guys want to hear something um, in particular. Um, I can do that for you guys too. Go ahead and leave me a voicemail. I think you, you're able to leave me a voicemail. Um, and then we can talk about it or whatever. And um, I have uh, a few followers now, I guess, after I you know, put up the stories on Instagram. So thank you guys so much for following me. Um, I felt like I needed to explain myself when I found out that I got more plays and more followers and things like that. I wanted to so badly explain that I'm, I'm a noob and I don't know what I'm doing and blah, 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 and you know, whatever. And I realized like, you know what, like I'm, this is what I'm talking about. There was a picture on my Instagram where I said, that I needed to be or people should be brave enough to suck at something new and this is my something new right so maybe I do suck at it maybe I'm amazing at it um 
I'm just going to keep being here with you guys. And I'm going to keep, um, you know, just again, just being present with you guys. And if you guys appreciate it, then great. I got a lot of good, like good feedback actually, uh, from those stories. And I know they were really long. Um, but I'm glad that I could help some of you guys. Okay. So, um, again, if you guys want to shout out, um, my Instagram is mama voodoo. I am, um, private for now. Um, but things may change. I will have to figure all of that stuff out. Uh, all right, you guys have a really good day. Love you guys. Bye, friends.